Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Welcome to the AEW Rampage and Battle of the Belts. Battle of the Belts. Preview. I, I served three and a half years in the Battle of the Belts. I'm Adam Wilmore from What Culture. Joined by Michael Hamlet from What Culture. Two look ahead to tonight's episode of AEW Rampage and Saturday night's episode of Battle of the Belts 3. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review Rampage and Battle of Bills, but also AEW Dynamite, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dubai, oh! <laughs> pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a money good quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Hamlet. Michael Sidgwick still enjoying some well-earned time off. He's going to have to tackle all of this bollocks on <laughs> it's Monday. It's a busy weekend, isn't it? And then P baby, not my problem. <laughs> my birthday on Monday. I'm going to play crazy golf with mum and dad. Wakey, wakey. <laughs> and today is my birthday. Anyway, uh, I'm here with Michael Hamlet to look ahead to Battle of the Belts. And of course, the Rampage, baby. This is Rampage. That's right. It's the podcast that gets more listens than Rampage gets viewers. <laughs> it's the Rampage. <laughs> We'll talk about you cheeky, you cheeky bastard. Here he is on the SmackDown. Do you want to say something? Oh, no, nothing to say. Here he is on SmackDown going like, you know, I'm not really into ratings talk myself. (laughs) And then he'll just, oh, what's that? What's that sweet taste? I think it is low-hanging fruit. Yes, I'll have some of that. But you do have a very good plan to fix Rampage, which we will get to a little bit later on. Okay. But they have stacked tonight's show. They seem to have recognized that just putting out on there. They need a bit of a hook, and they've put their interim world champion on there tonight in a championship eliminator against uh, a debuting Mance Warner. Yeah, it's... I don't know, right? Is it... um, Does it go against the sensibilities of AEW purists to suggest that AEW are chasing a rating? NXT chased a lot of ratings back in the old Wednesday Night Wars. Oh, you noticed that, did you? And ate a lot of shit for it, right? (laughs) Yeah. A lot. So, like, is it... If you say that about an episode of Rampage... 
to many of the people that were feeding the shit back at the time be like, nah, that's not how AEW does business. Because that's kind of what this card looks like. But, like, I was always thinking, like, fine. Like, Chase a rating if it, like, produces this really cool show. Because Rampage hasn't really felt current now. Like they, and they're the, not really burning through, like, no. world titles. It's not like they're saying, okay, change of plan. Jericho Moxley's on Friday. Exactly. This is far from that. This is just, well, the guy that persistently draws... He's going to work the tape show just yeah. to see if we can get a number out of him. There's uh, there's a cult favourite wrestler that he's going to work against in this awesome display, yet again, of AEW. Just, like, the doors aren't forbidden. They're wide, wide yeah. open. Go f- anywhere and everywhere you can think of. Pack will defend his title on some Indian. You'll get the highlights. Like, a guy will win a match on Ric Flair's last match, the pay-per-view, and end up on an episode of Rampage. That, like, AEW wanting to be the new stewards and custodians of all of professional wrestling is a really cool tactic mm-hmm. for nights like tonight. And then you've got, like, another title match, and you've got this debut from somebody that's, like, so synonymous with another promotion. She's making her appearance. It does feel like a grab for numbers, but doesn't feel grabby. And no, I think, yeah, and I think that's the difference, isn't it? You know, and like, I'm all in favour of both, quite honestly. Yeah. If you get this like wild show at the end of it, I'm all for it. And I, you know, certainly, is this a tape? It's not a live one. I know that much. It's, yeah. But a taping, like, is it Battle of the Battle of Belt that gets taped tonight to air tomorrow? Rampage is already in the can from Wednesday. Oh, Have I got possibly. that right? I didn't even think about that. I don't, I don't know. But like, either way, I will... You know, we're, we're not going to be here next week, you and I. We're going on holiday together. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> where um, I'll be watching elements of this show that, like, I'll be watching them urgently as if we were reviewing it on the Monday. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it might take me longer to get certain other things, but there are bits on this that I want to see. So they've done a good job in that sense. Same yeah. with Battle of the Belts, too. There's things that you kind of want to have to stop everything to see, even if I'm not maybe watching them in the typical sequence, I would. And, you know, I, I still think Moxley wins, but this whole championship eliminator... Against, like, Mance Warner. Like yeah, that. I think this whole championship eliminator at least gives you some semblance of uh, uh, maybe buying a, a Mance Warner pin in terms of if the title's on the line, you're like, well, that's not happening, is yeah. it? But, effectively, it's a match to potentially set him up for a world title match. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. Mox no. is facing Jericho, obviously, and this is... It's just a fun distraction in the interim. It's a jacked-up version of a... Uh, the typical obvious winner, obvious loser formula, isn't it? It's like yeah. it's the, it's kind of like one of the best possible versions of it for wrestling fans more than the dreaded and possibly mythical casual fans. Like, what will happen is if Rampage doesn't do a number, there'll be a bunch of folk that'll come out and be like, "Well, nice one, AEW for not telling anybody Mance Warner is. How are we supposed to know?" And it's like, well, you're not really. You're supposed to know who John Moxley is, and then have like even a passing glance at this guy that isn't a threat until he is one. Mm-hmm. Like tonight, Mance Warner, who has got this like legacy within GCW, within CZW, like he's great in hardcore matches. He'll do anything to win. Um, he's like kind of a, th- there's a certain gutsy underdog element to it because John Moxley is all of these things, but has risen to the top of the industry. Yeah, so yeah. they're like a nice study in contrast as kind of Moxley and Kingston were once upon a time Indeed. until Kingston's made it here as well. And there's that sort of nice chemistry. People like Mance Warner love Mance Warner and there will be a, like you saw it when the name was announced on Dynamite, like that got a bunch of traction. His name was briefly trending. This will really, really suit like the kind of the cult audience that he has already gobbled up and might then extend, as it has done previously, the broader wrestling fan tastes out to somebody like a Mance Warner, to a CZW, to an MLW, where he wrestles more frequently, to a, a Game Changer wrestling, just to see what you're going to get out of him on the reg because you've got that one taste on Dynamite. Yeah, the, the model for this is Nick Gage in the Labours of Jericho thing, isn't yeah. it? You know, like, and that opened a lot of doors and... It was and it existed to be really fun in the moment, and yet remind you what AEW is for. I don't expect Mance Warner to win. I expect there to be some nice nods to Moxley's death match pass that he, he enjoys. He might bleed. 
I, t- I don't know, you know. I got a feeling that we might see a bit of claret from this John Moxley match. <laughs> Call me crazy. Um, yeah, he's really into that at the moment, so expect him to bleed. Um, and ultimately, obviously, all of this is just a bit of... Like, this is... Moxley wants to be a window that Chris Jericho is going to be forced to look through as well. Mm. Like, he's called to the Lionheart, and Jericho's promised the Lionheart, and tonight, presumably, on commentary... Oh, I didn't even think of that, yeah. Jericho will effectively be front row for it. But yeah, an easy... Not easy win, but a str- uh, an obvious win for, yeah. for Moxley. In terms of other debuts, Madison Rain, as you alluded to mm. uh, on this show, I think it's been announced... Spoiler, she's fighting Layla Gray. Yeah, they did an in-action graphic, and then we were talking this morning in the office about it being Layla Gray. So, again, I don't know if that was I it. think they did, a, like, a, there was a big dark elevation last night, wasn't it? There's a surprise Yeah, one. I just sort of fallen out of the loop in the last 12 hours. But, like, um, so Layla Gray, which is seems to indicate that she will beat Layla Gray and be the answer to the question mark against Jade Cargill's yeah. match for Quake by the Lake. So... Cool. That's like that's a really good use of Madison Rain because she's been brought in as a coach. There was all this. It was really weird, right? So you know how you know you at the moment WWE's this whole bubble of what's the Triple H stuff and what's the Vince McMahon stuff that Triple H is trying to get rid of. Madison Rain was bizarrely and like why not? I guess a press release goes out on Wednesday. Madison Rain, new coach in AEW. Dynamite happens. It was ladies night. At the thirty-three minute mark or something. Oh. And everybody's like, Madison Rain has changed the game, baby. <laughs> it probably wasn't. It was probably just like sort of good looking circumstance. But there is this like renewed vigor around mm-hmm. women's wrestling in AW this week because Madison Rain's arrived and you get this ladies night like twist. She'll work this match. You would expect it to be of a, of a decent standard. She's like super experienced. She's, it's a bit of a pressure spot to be like, imagine if this match sucked and then she has to go backstage and be like, right, everybody fall in line. I want you to watch that tape. And like, <laughs> this is what we're going to do. We're going to do drills just like that on Monday. So she's going to want this to be the best it can possibly mm-hmm. be. She's going to work this Jade Cargill thing and then perhaps disappear back into the background, yeah. we would guess. Um, so, yeah, there's no reason not to assume that she's going to want to give Layla Gray the best match she's had so far. Uh, when Layla Gray loses, it's all the more reason for Jade Cargill to think, you're not a baddie. Mm. Like, y- y- what's Stokely doing? Trying to like, line you up to be a baddie? They're setting Stokely up with his own little thing yeah. already, aren't they? I'll show you how this is done when I batter Madison Rain on Wednesday night. So, yeah, like this should be all very nice, this. And, like, again, Madison Rain, for those that... Well, she's never been WWE, I guess, outside of a May Young Classic tournament, I don't think. So for those that have never seen Madison Ring you, she can you. Yes. She is, um, like, her, her legacy is assured through Impact and TNA. Um, a knockout from a division where they were years in front of WWE in terms of work rate and, like, work rate and match quality in, uh, in the women's division. Kind of held that up, ultimately. She was um, an Impact Wrestling Tag Team Champion, uh, like, this year. Uh, alongside, I want to say it was Tennille Dashwood, but I don't watch Impact closely enough. But basically just very, very credible. You see her name and it turns out she's going to be a coach. And you just, if, if you ever see Madison Rain work, you would just think, that's a good pickup. That's mm-hmm. a good call. Like she's more useful to having your company than not. And it's for nights like this where you get a bit of an in-ring flash before she kind of assumes an even more li- like sort of scaled back version of the Christian Cage role. She's going to be here as much for the women in the building as people on like watching at home. Rain will shine. Uh, we've also got a, <laughs> a Friday night street fight. Tag team champs. Oh my god! Glory. Stop everything. Trios belts. We're overlooking the best trio in the company, aren't we? What follows a thunderstorm? Rain. <gasps> oh, why are we? Why are we the sexists? Looking at uh, Young Bucks and Hangman Page, the Undisputed Elite, Thunderstorm and Rain. Or, or 
Tag mixed tag champs. I know where you're going. Madison Rain. Yeah. And one half of the what are they called? Social Outcasts. Okay. Rainbow. Oh my god. I thought you were going with you know how you said like rain might shine? How do you shine? If it's sunny. <laughs> Madison Rain and Sunny Kiss. <laughs> I thought you just meant sunny for a second. <laughs> I'm quite busy. Uh, let's talk about the tag team match. Swerving our glory versus Tony Nice uh, and Josh Woods, who of course laid out pre- previously. Um, this is going to be bonkers. Yes, um, poor Tony Nice is getting chucked all over the shop. He really is. Friday night street fight. The build as is that right? Yeah. Um, yeah. The the chaos of this, I think, will do. I'm hoping anyway, will do much um, for Swerving our glory. That segment with was it Kevin James? Is that the rapper? He- I think so. it's Kevin. Isn't Kevin James the? Uh, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I think Kevin James is the um, uh, the director. You might be clerks, isn't it? That's Kevin Smith. Oh right, okay. I'll look him up. What, was, look, the, what was the rapper? I'll look him up. Give me the rapper's name. Anyway, that was a really poor segment. Like a really poor segment of television. Um, it didn't sort of. It was very WWE. It didn't really get swerving our glory over as I don't know, like. Uh, Yes, they just won the belts, but they weren't suddenly right. Every team should fear us. It's like you're, you're just pissing about with the celebrity at ringside. And then Josh Woods coming in was unique to wrestling fans, but maybe a bit weird to anybody that had never seen if Josh Woods could go. Mm. They're not credible challengers. They're going to lose. You know, they're not sort of... Um, Tony Neese and Josh Woods are not here to take the titles. Kevin Gates. Kevin very Gates. close. Kevin Gates, thank you very much. Kevin Gates, I thank you for getting that. Do not continue to Google Kevin Gates on your work computer. Ooh. I will just leave it at that because, woof, you find some things about Kevin Gates you didn't want to read. <laughs> in the very worst way. I'm not sure why Tony Khan brought him in. Anyway, um, where were we at? <laughs> uh, the street fight for the yeah. tag titles. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I can't, sorry, my, all my thoughts went for a walk. Um, <laughs> I think you're going to have to take the lead on this one. Uh, they're retaining the titles. Yes. Our, yes, Swerving Our Glory, our four-legged friends, because it's too... too yeah, you got it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> got it. Come on. Yeah, they're going to get the titles. Josh Woods and Tony Nice. Uh, Tony Nice is... Me and Murray agreed on this over the desk this morning. He's our, he's our favourite guy that we never particularly have much anticipation for. Mm. You never believe Tony Nice is going to win the matches in. You never believe he's going to win the title that he inexplicably gets to fight for. I kind of hate Smart Mark Sterling as the worst actor in AEW. When I think oh, he's, he's going to get involved, isn't he? I think he's kind of a disease on a lot of big segments. And yet, Nice can goo to such... Like, he can goo times 100. He's the perfect, like... He's the perfect guy for AEW in the fact that a load of matches suit him. Because you always need a job at the stars, right? Tony Khan books wrestler is definitely going to win versus wrestler is definitely going to lose. Tony Nice might be the best definitely going to lose guy they've got in the whole company. See, between him and Matt Seidel, isn't Yeah. It? So, like, he's, he's kind of perfect for the role... Josh Woods is going to get a showcase, which is nice for him, at least, and maybe like that will turn into a job, and who knows what. But yeah, Swerving Our Glory and Easy Retention. This just has to be the right kind of wild. Like, you any, need, any teasers of, of issues between the two of them, or are you kind of moving on from that? I wouldn't do that for now, yeah. Like, let's like give this rain a bit of credibility before you tear it apart. I want a yeet, but I want the table in a corner. Ooh, I like that. A pounds into, yeah. For example, like, so just use the violence. Like, this week, I'm not... Is this a bit of a dig at AEW and the usual dynamite complaints? I don't think it is, right? The industry has changed a lot in the, what are we at, 20, my master's tell, 24 years 
from the Outlaws pushing Chainsaw Charlie and uh, Cactus Jack off a ramp and the Acclaim doing it to the gun club. A lot has changed. So it's not everything has to register in the way it is. But, like, they stopped Raw for, like, half an hour because what's gone on here? Like, that, the, the, those guys could have died in there. And it was a proper, like, switching gears here. And <laughs> as, as dynamite in this dumpster rolls on, right? <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that, like, nothing, violence just does not register in the way it used yeah. to. So, that, like, this kind of has to be, like, popcorn violence. Like, how... Do you remember three weeks ago when uh, Sammy Guevara was thrown off a cage through a table? <laughs> you don't. And that's the point, right? Mm. So whatever silliness is going to occur tonight, just make it as big and bombastic as you like because it is not going to matter within seconds of the bell ringing over this match to say it's finished. Yeah, exactly. Do whatever you like to Tony Neese and Josh Woods to, like, pay back for the attack two weeks ago. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. If you're a Shark Tank fan or business junkie, check out the podcast Another Bites. Each week, Another Bite breaks down the biggest success stories and most disastrous failures to come out of Shark Tank. The hosts break down each company's pitch, analyze the deals that were or weren't made, and answer the million-dollar question, are they still a company? Whether you're an entrepreneur looking for tips or a Shark Tank fan that just wants to relive the drama, Another Bite's your deep dive into the world of Shark Tank. Just search for Another Bite in your favorite podcast app, like the one you're listening to right now. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Um, before we move on to Battle of the Belts, sorry. Battle of the Belts. Battle of the Belts. Uh, spiritual sequel somehow to the Great McBell. <laughs> Naturally. Um, how do you fix Rampage? Because the, the viewership, I think the viewership will undoubtedly go back to, to levels of where it were. And I, I'm not suggesting that Rampage should be doing them as it's on a... It's on a weird time slot on a Friday night, and they're, they're but it bottomed last week, didn't it? It was yeah, dreadful. Um, but you had a really interesting idea potentially if they don't just decide we're going to put the interim world champion on there and a street fight every week. Well, and this is pie in the sky stuff. This was like I appreciate you calling this an interesting idea, but a little bit of it is like, uh, come on, AEW, just bring in the Rock to fight Kenny Omega. Mm. Like it's uh, what I'm suggesting here is something that is almost certainly not going to happen and. Might be for all I know, stupid for a million business reasons. It's just I, I was I was lost in thought about um, this. Basically, another Wednesday night war flashback because I've had a couple of them already on this podcast. It was this 
Sidgwick line regarding early dynamites mm-hmm. of like segment by segment. Was it the Simpsons gag? Don't do what Donny Donny WWE does. Yes. Right. So like segment by segment, it's like well they would never do that. So we'll do this. They would never do that. We'll do this. And then it gets to December and they do that. And like the young books are beaten down by a bunch of loser goths, and like Matt Jackson spits up the goo, and it's like, well, you're doing what Donny WWE does. Yeah. That's, that's why he's not working anymore. Stop doing that, right? There's been a, a slight reverse of that. Triple H, as much as he wants. Do you think to... that was when Tony Coleman had to get Christmas presents or something? <laughs> yeah, he just like, oh god, it's like November. I'm just nipping out. Just keep keep it all ticking over. Got it. No problem, boss. Yeah. Right, we're going to shave Mel's head, and the Dark Order are going to beat up the uh, the biggest stars we've got. Which... What? <laughs> Just pop into Woolies. <laughs> Why? <laughs> just come back with a squeaky toy. Anyway, um, so <laughs> all right, Rampage is what it is at this point, as you say, with the ratings and stuff. And I don't think, I don't think, like, Triple H has got to be business guy, but he has got Stephanie McMahon and Nick Khan, like, as the other business guys. And they'll tell him if, like, his creative is not, like, assuring the TV execs that everything is fine since McMahon has left or whatever. He's way more online then he would like you to think he is Triple H. That interview we did with Logan Paul, like he knew what he was doing. Like he, like this is the guy that like st- on the sly bought a bunch of PWG DVDs when he when it came to like <laughs> sort of scouting in inverted commas and like shaping NXT in the way that he wanted. So don't come in, Dan. I'm scouting. Yeah, <laughs> like this is way, way, way more online than like he would he would want you to believe. Remember those like odd little likes sometimes and like hey Vince McMahon's a stupid. Head. Liked by Triple H. Oh God, unlike like that. that people he co- knows what he did. Yeah, like people kept the receipts there. I think he surveyed the scene and he was like, "Well, what's my favorite thing as a booker? And don't do what Donny AEW does, which is book women terribly." <laughs> so he starts SummerSlam with like a match of the year candidate and an awesome like expanded universe woman's yeah. angle. Like, very, very sort of inner circle forming on the first Dynamite. That that yeah, angle at the end point. of the Becky Lynch Bianca Belair thing, and like. That and then suddenly, and I'm not saying it was a response, but then you get a, a ripper of a women's tag match in the first hour of dynamite, yeah. right? If Triple H has assessed this situation, be like, is there anything I can do to pull credible wrestling? Like fans that enjoy like discerning wrestling fans that like credible yes. wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's anything I can do to pull them away from AEW just a little bit or make them believe that I'm gonna fix WWE, it's with the women, right? So he does that. And then AEW kind of like have this cool women's match. Are we seeing like a very, very quiet subtweet war over, over women's wrestling now between the two companies? Like Triple H lost. He lost that war. But is he going to start trying to win a few like attritional battles instead? End of all this, my long answer to your short question. Turn Rampage into a woman's show. Like make it so. Like what was really cool about um, what happened in English sport a few weeks ago? England won the Euros, right? The women's team didn't compete in the male World Cup. They just won their own Euros, and everybody went, England won the Euros. This is really, really cool. Football's come home. Football came home, right? What if Rampage, viewership, shot up, demo, shot up, because there was just four women's matches a week, and a bunch of people got over, and a bunch of people made it's money. It's worth the risk, isn't it? And then at the pay-per-views, um, you had like a combination of the two, and the women's right because there's all these angles now, and there's all these matches, and there's two titles that are being closely contested over. They're featured on the pay-per-view because there, it wasn't like this last minute, oh, God, we've got two weeks to get a women's t- title match yeah. ready. It was just, well, all this stuff's been taking place on Rampage, and then Dynamite every now and then can show highlights, and then on Rampage it can be like, well, next week on Dynamite, it's blah, blah, blah. I think I'm, this is too utopian in its pitch. I, it's not going to happen. Anna Jay and, and I know, that, you know the figures weren't well, were the worst they've seen in a long while when they had Anna Jay and Ruby Soho 
in the main event, but I don't think that was, I think it was because they didn't really have any, nothing there. It's a proper numbers can prove anything thing, that isn't it? Like, they yeah. c- that can be the stick that can you can be used to beat the women with. I think when Rampage first launched, you couldn't do this. But mm. I think now, certainly, you know, even with some of the people that were there when Rampage first launched, they've, they've blossomed and they've, they've come yeah. on. Um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of a, I'm not, not that she was bad back then, but a Chris Statlander now mm-hmm. could easily hold down a main event for a, for a while and, and hopefully draw some eyes to the product. And yeah, you look, it's Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, Tony Storm. How's Nyla Rose got an Nyla Rose get, not getting on TV say, at the yeah. moment? You know what I mean? Like there's, there's so many, um, you know, there's like, you've just hired Madison Rain as a, he's probably going to like take a player coach role. Serena Deeb is probably a player coach um, right now. Yeah. You've got Mercedes Martinez who's a Ring of Honor world champion until, good, the, yeah. until they've got a Ring of Honor show to hand. Like, there's countless, like... There's countless Willow Nightingale! Willow Nightingale. There's, co- there's women that constantly cycle through in the dark and dark elevation thing, if you watch, that are, like, obviously wrestling just to get a chance to continue wrestling. But then even if they were to get signed by AEW, the window is then really small for them to get on television. Yeah. So this would open that open that wide up, and it wouldn't be in a way where it would feel like, at this point, it's risking anything. Mm. Other than, I guess, a bunch of loser network executives that want their content to all look the same. That model has been so successful for WWE. Yeah. So that w- this is why it's utopian fantasy booking rather than anything that could really happen. I just think it would be pretty cool. Uh, let's look ahead to, and we're both saluting now, Battle of the Bills. And God bless the United States. And the three championship matches going down on that. Uh, let's start with Thunder Rosa versus Jamie Hayter, considering what we were just mm-hmm. talking about. Again, I don't feel like there's going to be a title change here, but I do think they're going to kick the crap out of each other. Yeah, I think this is going to be a bare fight. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have it out then. <laughs> it's going to be a full-on goddamn shoot. I can't wait. That tag match was. You know how um, WWE just got so lazy with the like. Uh, you know the main event on Sunday. Well, tonight they're going to be in a tag match. This is an example of that actually working. Yeah. That tag match made me want more of this singles yep. match. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Cannot wait for the singles variant of it. Thunder Rosa is kind of like that T-shirt pissed a bunch of people off, but the point of all of this is that she's. There's a little bit of uh, spite and snap in all of this. Good snap. Like, she's wanting <laughs> to prove a few people wrong. She's got a bit of grit in her game, all that kind of thing. Jamie here, in the meantime, this title shot is long overdue. She's impressed since the very beginning, but, like, opportunities have been limited. This thing with Britt Baker has been... I, I don't think it's been, like, like, iced completely, but I just think it's been, like, put a little bit on pause while they, like, get some of these great matches out of Jamie Hayter. Thunder Rose is going to do, like, a cool high spot, and Jamie Hayter is going to do that bump she does where she does the catch and then snap drop. I feel bad. I always say it's always say she's the best bumper they've got, mm. which really is a backhanded compliment. But there's not many women's matches that I can go, boom, immediately remember something from that. Yeah. But was it Riho Jamie Hayter? Oh, my God. And it's the, she jumps as Rio comes off the top mm-hmm. to jump to the outside, and it looks like it kills it. It's so good, man. It's like there's such a there is such a good snap to it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like so I think this match will be great. I think it um, stands the chance of being Thunder Rose's best title defense thus far, which wow. is going to be great for Jamie Hayter too. It's going to be great for both of them. And when she loses, well, right. So I assume she's going to lose, and Britt Baker's botched interference is going to be part of that. Mm-hmm. And you are finally. Yeah, kind of. We're reaching the enough is enough point. Not least after they've just won a match in matching gear, and it's like everything's cool with us. And then it turns out that this was all a front. Less than a month from all out. I keep forgetting. But god damn it, what if she wins? Like, not only will this be like a massive headline for Battle of the Belts when when these shows feel like they're an inconvenience to AEW and they feel like, well, right, it's a proper like petulant Tony. Come on, have your stinking wrestling matches? I'll show you. Well, he could like give us some stuff to talk about, (laughs) like. 
they don't feel like they're top priority battling vouchers. Yeah. We said this from the beginning. It doesn't feel like maybe it's a two-way thing. Maybe what was initially promised has not been what's delivered, and you get this one hour of, of fluff. But aye, what if the title changes hands and Jamie Hayes walking around with that belt, and suddenly Britt Baker's in the secondary role? She's got to stand there with a DMD. Like wanting to end the promo, and it's like, well, we'll end with Jamie Hayter's comments as the AW World oh, Champ. It's good stuff, isn't it? It's good stuff. Like, I don't think it's going to happen, but I'll buy a pinfall. Yeah, 100%, right? Rebel coming out maybe to help Jamie Hayter, and Britt Baker, like, no, no, hold back, hold back. That's all. There's stuff to this. There's meat on the bone here, not least because what happened on Wednesday, Thunderstorm's integrity was laid to question because obviously, you know, uh, was it, remind me of how it went? Thunder Rosa took the shot. Yes, from Tony. From Tony. The attack, yeah. From the hip attack from Tony Storm. And after the match, it wasn't really laboured on that there was anything wrong with them, but Britt Baker had already planted the seed that things are not what they seem. What I, if Tony Storm was to turn? Or what if Tony Storm costs Thunder Rosa? She goes, oh, I'm not having this. You're not Britt Baker and thing you're getting involved. Whoops. Yeah. Sandbag to the back of Thunder Rosa's head. <laughs> Perfect, yeah. Like, you can talk yourself into plenty of reasons why Jamie Hayter could become AW Women's Champion. It's very rare that I... Will go, yeah, yeah, I want like a fatal four way in, mm. in AEW. I, I, I think it's the match. But it, a title change here would make sense because you've got like Britt Baker going, I really want a title. Yeah. Tony Storm's just cost Thunder Rosa. I've, you've sold me on this. You can hear the promo. I was going to come in and go, well, there's no title changes on this show, but it'll yeah. be fun, Battle of the Belts. Uh, there's going to be at least one now, according to you. You can hear the promo from Britt Baker ahead of All Out where like Jamie Hayter's got the belt slung over her shoulder, but Britt Baker's wanting the centre of the spotlight, and it's going to be a four-way, because Tony Storm and Thunder Rosa have kind of fallen out yeah. now, and it's like they both just said, no, we want the belt back. Jamie Hayter's got the belt over her shoulder, and Britt Baker's like, like we're going to do everything we can to keep that belt safe and here where it belongs. And like, Jamie Hayter's tapping it on her shoulder, but Britt Baker's thinking, I'm with me. Like that. Rebel, give me your glove. Sorry, I'm just holding on to the belt for Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Four-way all out was the match, isn't it? Yeah. Jay Lethal challenges Wardlow. Uh, for the TNT Championship, but Satnam Singh's going to be there, so yes. it's going to be great. This Keep this quick and show me what you got, which is two giants looking at each other. Yes, please. Jay Lethal will... Uh, Jay Lethal is a professional wrestler. Yep. Also, Wardlow is like in need of something that reminds you that he was very briefly like the hottest guy in all of wrestling. I want to see 15 power bombs in the symphony tonight, please. Just keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going until like Sanjay Dutt is there, like considers interfering, getting in the way, and then Wardlow just power power bombs Jay Lethal to Sanjay Dutt's face. Right? Like, <laughs> so he's like, "Come on, then keep getting in the ring." Picks him up, one more. Picks him up, one more. Sanjay Dutt's got the pencil. Wardlow like, eats it. Wardlow takes it, snaps it, eats both bits, picks his teeth with a pointy leddy bit. Like continues to power bomb, power bomb, power bomb. He, he wins, obviously. Jay Lethal, they have a good match. They have a good six, seven minutes for the Powerbomb Symphony, but yeah, Wardlow wins. And then uh, give me the face off. I know I like to do physically impossible things. This yes, is please. not necessarily physically impossible. It's just, I'm trying to work it out in my head. Whilst you were talking there, you could see me just sort of going, oh, yeah. how's this going to... I'm trying to work out how you reverse a lethal injection into a Powerbomb. And I feel like they could work out, like he's basically got to grab him and pick him up and spin him around and then yeah. Powerbomb him. But that's the finish, isn't it? Well, I mean, it's as good as any, isn't it? In terms of like Wardlow just showing that he can stop even the like the quickest aerial attack like that. On was it pointed? Do you think on Dynamite that um, you know obviously Vincent Adultman came out for the big face off of Satnam Singh? <laughs> but um, the what's ref, that from? Uh, it's from Bojack Horseman. I like if, the sound of that. Well, I, I, I wish there was someone who talked me through it. I would give it a look on Netflix, but then if you need a kind of podcast accompaniment, I would try Podcast Horseman, 
which is a tremendous podcast available wherever you get them. If you want to hear two people talking themselves horse about a talking horse, like just search Podcast Horseman on any <laughs> podcast <laughs> providers. It's tremendous. It is great. A hundred hours of an episode of episode of audio podcast of a critical television show. And two people having a mental breakdown over the pandemic. It's amazing. It's a diary of my decline. <laughs> um, so yeah, Satlamson got sent to the back, didn't he? Yes. So I would do that in order to preserve the face off just that little bit longer until Jay Lethal is beaten. And I'll give you an impossible physical feat. Wardlow does the Power One Symphony on Dutton Lethal at the same time. Oh. So, like, uh, he's got Jay Lethal in the Power Bomb position. And then just, and then, like, so he's holding him up. But then, like, Sanjay Dutt goes to the top rope and tries to jump to counter it. But Wardlow just catches them both and drops oh them both God. and continues to pick them up. And merits it. Hang on. Oh my god! <laughs> and then Satlam Singh comes out for the face off after the match because obviously AEW is in need of a pay per view main event. That's the yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's the money match, uh, and presumably the main event of Battle Built. Battle of Built is the Ring of Honor World Title being defended by new champion Claudio Castagnoli. Uh, great to see him as a world champion. He's obviously so happy with it all, and I can't believe he's going to lose it. <laughs> he's going to lose it to the best wrestler in the world, my new favorite wrestler, Kanosuke Takeshita. Do I need to say anything? I'll just need to hit Renee button 10 times over the, the, this combination. <laughs> wow. For someone who, let's be honest, we've just seen come in, have great matches, but lose all the time. Mm-hmm. What, what a year he's had. What a run. One of the wrestlers of the year. Um, I, I love this as well, because like me and you just do not keep up with uh, what like Takeshi's doing outside of AEW, nope. but you watch him in AEW, you're like, yeah, probably wrestler of the year. Actually, uh, sorry, um, real wrestling fans, got a wrestler for you? Who's good Takeshi? So, yeah. Um, <laughs> apologies, you, you can uh, keep your, your Roman Reigns and your Brock Lesnar. I'm, I'm into more of a, a niche taste, yeah. if, if he's on AEW, strictly. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. You can like more than one wrestling show, two specifically. <laughs> That's what people say, that I love that man. Uh, it's actually okay to like more than one wrestling show. How many do you actually like? Two. <laughs> Double. <laughs> <laughs> Hundred percent more wrestling shows. Yeah, this is going to absolutely rule, man. This is going to be so great. Think of, think of the power counters. This is not like a Zack Saber Junior eel like counter. This is, a, <laughs> and I did pick that one on purpose because yeah. it's Friday. This is a sort of, well, I've got technical now. I'm also strongish, right? So like, whatever you've got, I'll lift you out of it, or I'll elevate you out of it, or I'll twist you out of it. Like, this is too. You know the you know bop it, I do very well. Bop it, twist it, pull it. This is two boppets getting thrown into each other, <laughs> <laughs> and then having to press the buttons quicker, twist it, pull it. Like they're like they're working against each other. It's bop it. It's two boppets with opposable thumbs. <laughs> I, I, I cannot wait for this. And, and and you're right. The result is not remotely in doubt. Of course, the cash is winning. Like it's just. I'm being flippant, of course. The result isn't in doubt, and it does not matter. This is going to absolutely bang. And here's an idea. How about the Ring of Honor World title match goes longer than 11 minutes? Ooh. What are you pitching there? Just give them a bit of fucking time. Yeah. it's a Battle of the Belt's only going to go an hour, though, isn't it? Yeah, but Wardlow J is 10 minutes with the entrances for me. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that's right. No, there is there is sort of time over the course of this, this hour to give them... Give them 20, maybe. Yeah. 20, 20 with a couple of ad breaks, maybe one towards the end. Um, the most... L- uh, well, maybe Wardlow, Jay Lethal is probably the most locked uh, you know, title retention, yeah. but it's uh, certainly up there. Claudio obviously retains, but I think this arguably is going to be one of the matches of the month. Show me what I want. I'll tell you what I want, especially because it's Battle of the Belt. What? Claudio wins, retains, handshakes. Takashita, thank you so much. Please come back again soon. Uh, he's got Utah at ringside. With him, Blackpool Combat Club stuff. Uh, so he gets in the ring, he's like, nice one. Pure champion, world champion, blah, 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 blah. 
Pepe, 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 Pepe. Huge pop. Huge bad. Enormous Road Warrior pop. And then we get the reverse of what happened at the end of Death Before Dishonor. Uh, and it's, this time it's FTR on the ramp and uh, Claudio and Yuta in the ring. Champions challenge yet again teased at the climax of Battle of the Bales <laughs> for either the next Ring of Honor pay-per-view, the next Battle of the Bales, or All Out, because otherwise, really, what the frigger FTR are doing. Mm, that's a very good point. Oh, that sounds tasty. I'm looking forward to, to both of these shows. Let us know your thoughts ahead of Rampage and Battle Built on Twitter at WhatCultureWW. Actually, you can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hamflit at... Michael Hamflit. You can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWW. And there's still time to get your hands on Michael Subject's brilliant book all about AEW. Becoming All Elite, The Rise of AEW is available on Amazon right now. And Sid will be back on Monday with Andy to review both of these shows. Make sure you subscribe at WhatCulture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from to get that in your feed as soon as it is released. Uh, and right now, you can check out our SmackDown preview and later on today, WrestleCulture, with a hashtag, bloody good quiz. But for now, this has been the Rampage and Barrel of Built preview. My thanks to Michael Hamlet. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. If you're a Shark Tank fan or business junkie, check out the podcast Another Bite. Each week, Another Bite breaks down the biggest success stories and most disastrous failures to come out of Shark Tank. The hosts break down each company's pitch, analyze the deals that were or weren't made, and answer the million-dollar question, are they still a company? Whether you're an entrepreneur looking for tips or a Shark Tank fan that just wants to relive the drama, Another Bite's your deep dive into the world of Shark Tank. Just search for Another Bite in your favorite podcast app, like the one you're listening to right now. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.